Howdy, Ags. Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M, where we help entrepreneurs improve their business, connect with other Aggie entrepreneurs, and support one another. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2001. And I'm your co-host, Chris Hunter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. We got a little story for you, Ags. Zambria Sante, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2018, is changing the world one braid at a time. She and her co-founder established Zuela, based in Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia with a desire to build the dry bar of braids, where they blend innovation and sustainability to provide their customers, their community, and their employees an experience like no other. So pass it back and listen up as Zambria shares some good bolts. Zambria, you and I met probably, what is about six months ago up in Austin at one of the McFerrin on tour events. So uh, obviously we are very appreciative of our sponsor of the Aggie Growth Hacks podcast, but very thankful that it connected you and I. And I got to learn a little bit about you and about your amazing company. Since then, you have actually moved from Austin to Atlanta. So we are super stoked to hear about the growth of the company that that you've had in, in just that short amount of time and what you're learning for it. But thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, you are over on the East Coast now, but uh, you're you're Texas girl at heart, and we all love A and M. What do you miss about no longer being a student at A and M? Oh, I mean, there's so much freedom when you're a college student. Um, from my perspective, <laughs> I honestly I made my lifelong friends there, and so I miss just everything being close by, hopping over to Torchies, even going to the mall. I don't know if the mall's around anymore, but you know, <laughs> it's still there, out but there. no one goes to it. Yeah, nobody goes there. <laughs> I'm, I'm like aging myself here, but yeah, that was fun. And I also was such a basketball fan. I graduated 2018 and I really feel like basketball had its, it took off around like 2016 that era. And so it was exciting being a part of that. And I just, I miss my friends and everything. And it was, it was a great experience. That's so cool. I love that. So one of the favorite things that I have here at Aggie Growth Hacks is really finding out what people's entrepreneurial journey is and how they started their company. And, you know, really where did the idea come from and all that kind of stuff. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Swella and you know all of that, just how did you start it? What was the idea? How did it even begin? Yeah, I have a pretty unconventional route for entrepreneurship. Um, Swella is a modern luxury braid bar. We integrate technology and standardization to provide the premium braiding experience to our customers. Swella was actually came together earlier this year. I met my co-founder um, beforehand. Actually, when I met Chris, I had a business called Unravel here. And basically, we were automating the braid takedown process. So for many people who don't know, with braids, you know, you have to sit and cut each braid and unravel it all the way up to the top. And that could take anywhere from four to six hours each time. So I was trying to integrate technology to make it faster um, and more efficient. And when I met my co-founder, Brooke Hill, she was at the Wharton School getting her MBA and she had the idea for the dry bar for braids. Getting braids is not as easy as going to like a great clips or anything like that. You have to call around, you have to ask around, you have to walk into salons to see if you can get a, you know, an appointment and then you have to get your cash out. And it's a lot of steps and it's been very segmented. And so when we came together, we kind of integrated the technology aspect and then the accessibility and luxurious aspect and just collaborated with that. And so I know I started from um, getting my master's in George Washington University and I entered in a new venture competition with the Unravel device um, idea and ended up winning that and had some money from there. And I decided I wanted to, to 
take it far. And it was in the pandemic. And I was like, why not? Let me just try it out and see what happens. And so ever since then, I've been an entrepreneur. So yeah. So, so Zambri, did, did you grow up in an entrepreneur family? Did, did you have that kind of model for you? Or you just said, this is a great opportunity. Let's, let's let it roll. Yeah. My mom has had her own business before. Um, she's very artistic, eclectic. My dad, his dad um, was an entrepreneur on his own um, car shop back in Ghana. And so I've definitely heard it and been around it. I also just wanted to make the jump, you know, like the pandemic was pretty hard on me. And I, I would say people in my age group. And I just felt like, you know, I was in a job. I didn't see growth then. I wasn't passionate about what I was doing. And I thought it's the best time to do it. And so it was a great, it was a great choice. It's just been entrepreneurship is a journey, you know? <laughs> so. so so having having braids and the, the pain of sitting someplace for four to six hours, I don't have that experience. Uh, I, I, I wish that I had, but I'm curious. Uh, so when you talk about applying technology and being able to, to serve your clients, you know, there's, there seems to be, this seems to be something that, okay, a braid is fairly standard, but there's got a lot, be a lot of artistic expression that not only comes out from the customer, but from the stylist or the artist that's actually doing that. So, so how do you and how does Swella really enhance that um, to allow individualism for your customers? Yeah. Well, with uh, Swella, we have a prefix menu. So we don't offer all these different styles of braids. We have a very standard menu, fewer than 10 items on the menu that our braiders are experts at. And with a lot of braiders, they're going through health issues with, you know, having to braid manually every single day. A lot of our braiders, they're part-time with us, but they braid outside of Swella. And so that's six to seven days a week braiding 10 hours a day. You can imagine how hard that is on your body and, and on the hands. And so yeah. integrating that kind of robotics and technology to make it more efficient still allows them to be a stylist. Um, you know, you still have to install the braids, the parts and make sure they look good. But just the monotonous task of braiding all the way down is what they can skip over with the device that will integrate. Another aspect of technology we, we talk about is the digital aspect. You know, when I mentioned having to call around and walk into salons, it's such a hard process to find a braider. Um, with Swella, everything is on our website. You find us on Google, you can book on our website, you can add your preferences um, and everything, and, and you can check out on our website. We're cashless and most people don't even get cash out anymore. And so we just make it an easy process from finding us all the way to checking out. And so it helps both the stylists and the customers and the whole technology space. Love that. You know, and as a as a web geek, you know, I'm, I, I love that that aspect that, you know, you, you, people can go, they can purchase on your website, all, all that kind of stuff. So let's talk a little bit about that technology. What, did you come up with that idea? Did you like who who developed the actual technology, you know, that you're talking about for the braids? So our first hardware device would be the Unravel device. And I did come up with that idea. Honestly, I've had the idea for years. I've been wearing braids since I was six. And so I went from my mom taking care of my hair to as I get older, me taking care of my hair. And over 20 years, there's been no technological advancement for braids, which is just asinine because... Crazy. Yeah, it's it's such a popular... It's the most popular hairstyle for Black women across the globe, not only America, but you know globally. And so with taking down braids, I was missing parties. I was missing going out to you know basketball games or whatever it is, just unraveling my braids. And so I'm like, there's, there's nothing out there that automates this. And there was nothing 
working out there. And so, you know, we went through the whole patent process and we have a prototype that we're continuing to to build on. And we want to start with the unraveling device because there is no style to it. You're just taking your braids down. Um, and then we eventually want to grow the product line to the braiding device that there's been a braiding device out there and it's been made for for kids and people with not textured hair. And so we're looking to add on those components to, to be able to integrate it into a salon. So, so cool. That's awesome. Can we shift gears a little, little bit here? And can you tell us a little bit about your company's values, you know, and how did you select them and have they impacted your growth? Yeah, I think one of our main values is sustainability. And when we think about that, we think about for our stylists and also for our customers. On the customer side, we have braiding hair that is hyperallergenic. Um, it's recyclable. It's good for the environment. Um, and it's also really great for our customer scalp. There's a lot of braiding hair out there that has so many chemicals in it, and it's really not good for Black women's hair. And so that's kind of sustainability is a major part of Swella. And then for our stylists, we have a different way of running the salon. So we use an assembly line model, similar to like a Henry Ford model. People come in, there's an operator that washes and blow dries. There's an operator that preps the hair. And then the stylist, all that they have to do is install. And then we have an operator braid down. And that just helps them with, you know, them working long hours. They don't have to wash and blow dry, prep hair and braid down. It just helps them with their energy. It helps them with any physical, you know, burden that they have to go through. And that was just something that my co-founder actually thought of with the assembly line model to just help with efficiency as well. As you can imagine, if somebody is standing in there braiding, they only would go slower and slower and slower as time goes by. So it helps our stylists and it also helps our customers. But um, yeah, sustainability and just innovation, you know, obviously with including the unravel device or braiding devices, things that are just not out there and, you know, haven't been in the industry ever. Innovation is such a major part of Swella and how we plan to grow and expand. So those are just a few of our values. Talking through just e- even the, the the simple change to go to that uh, assembly line types format, how is that received by your customers? Because I mean, I, I I would think, and I mean, I remember back in the day when I did half hair and that I, that I would go, I mean, there there was, I mean, it's a little bit different, but you know, having like that, uh, the, the, the hot shaving cream on the back of your neck and then have a straight razor. I mean, there's something that's not spiritual, but it's kind of intimate in having that relationship with your stylist, with your barber or whatever, but you don't necessarily, your customers don't necessarily have that with Swell. Is that been, um, has that been positively received? Has it not even been an issue? What What do y'all think? Yeah, as you can imagine, so for, for braiding salons, most of them don't wash and blow dry. So either you have to do it at home beforehand or you have to go somewhere else and mm. book another So that's know, a service. huge value service that yeah. wasn't even offered. Wow. Yeah, and the reason for that is because braiding in, is only, you know, you have to get a braiding certificate or go to school for it in only 13 states out of, you know, the states in America. So most places you don't have to be licensed. And so for washing and blow drying, you have to be a cosmetologist. And so at Swella, our operators are cosmetologists and they wash and blow dry. That's why we're able to have it in Swella. And so that's one of the main things people say is like, y'all have me at wash and blow dry. Like I can come in and just get everything done. Or people even come in with their braids. We take them down, we wash, blow dry, and we reinstall the same day. A lot of places, they just don't do that. And so a lot of our clients, they love that they could just have everything in one place and also in a very safe Mm -hmm. location. Um, One thing I didn't mention was that a lot of people go to people's houses and apartments to get their braids done. And that's putting yourself in a very vulnerable position to do that. And so a lot of people, one thing they say is, y'all have me a wash and blow dry. And the second one is, you guys are actually in a salon. That's nice. (laughs) Like, it's just a different experience than what they've been dealing with. Even here in 
Atlanta, you know? And so, yeah, people people love the assembly line model because it gets them out quicker too, you know? That is so cool. So, Zambria, talk to us about that salon type experience. You, you're you getting ready to, uh, by the time this airs, you will have taken over your salon and tripled the number of stylists and the number of clients that you can serve. Uh, was that was that really one of the major tipping points that has allowed you to, to grow really, really strong? Yeah. You know, it's divine intervention, honestly. Um, my co-founder and I came together and was like, we want to open a spot in Atlanta. We looked everywhere and we were going to go with another salon location literally a day before we went with this one. And it just so happens that the you know salon owner was like, listen, I don't want to take over this lease anymore. Like, you guys want it? And the location is beautiful. We're right across from the MLK Center. We're in a historically Black location. And so we were like, of course, it's it's a very popular place. And that really will help us just expand because right now the demand, we can't make, we can't um, deal with it at this moment. Like, we don't have enough stylists. We don't have enough space. And so we'll be able to finally reach our goals. And one of our goals is to reach a million dollars in revenue by Q4 of next year. And we'll be able to do that now with expanding and tripling our stylists. So. Wow. That is so cool. Yeah. yeah. So what's your big, hairy, audacious goal? What what what, what is your, your five to 10 year plan, you know, your moonshot? Well, our five year plan is to be able to franchise the Swella model. Um, similar to Dry Bar, we used Great to, idea. we coined the term, you know, Dry Bar for braids because Dry Bar also has just a limited menu of what they do and their experience and their experts in what they do. That's what Swella is for braids as well. And with that, we are going to integrate technology, which will help us expand and grow. You know, our goal in 10 years is to be able to have somebody come in during their lunch break and get their braids done and go back. Right something now- Something that takes four hours today to do. Yeah. Something that takes really close to six hours today. Wow. To be able to get that down to an hour by integrating that those robotics that I was talking to you guys about. And so in five years, we want to have at least 50 locations within America. And we really want to be able to build and grow ownership within the Black community, especially amongst Black women. So we want to have our franchise owners kind of take over that and license out the technology to them. In 10 years, global expansion for sure. We want to be able to go to the south of France. And if I want to get my braids at a Swella braid bar, I want to be able to do that. And so that's those are our, our big, hairy, audacious goals uh, right now. Zambia, that is so cool. And, and definitely to be able to say, look, we, we, we know we've got a good product and we're going to work on the operations as the COO. You know, that's what you're focused on every single day. But to say that this is going to be, that this is not just to make a gigantic company for you and your co-founder, but to empower the the female African-American community to be able to say, okay, be entrepreneurs and grow and use this product in your community. That's so cool. That's, That's the goal. Awesome. Empowerment. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Love it. Well, let's pause just for a second for a message from this episode's sponsor. And we're back. Okay, Zambria, we're going to go into the lightning round. We've got five quick hit questions. Only one rule. Try to keep it a minute or less. Okay. Okay. So what is your favorite hack? This could be a business hack, a personal hack, a time hack. You're you're big in technology. Technology hack. Uh, I mean, your whole company's a hack. (laughs) But but what is your favorite hack? And I'm like, my hack is that I write everything down on my notes on my phone. Every single thought that I have. That's kind of how I was able to remember like the Unravel device had something in my notes from like 2016. 
2016, where I was like, I had an idea to automate the braid takedown process. So I write any question, any thought. I do it. I have a to-do list every night that I write so that I remember everything. Love it. That's my hack. Yeah. All right. So next question. What is the favorite advice that you have ever been given? And 2018 points, uh, if you tell us how you applied it. Well, the biggest advice I've been given from my mom, my dad, and my brother is they always tell me that I am who God says I am and that I got to continue on the path that he's made for me and to not veer off. And that was big because in entrepreneurship, there's a lot of times you'll be knocked down and I've been knocked down a lot. And so just to get back up and say, I'm going to keep going on the path. And that's what's led me to finding my co-founder, led me to being able to continue with my passion right now. It's just what drives me. So that's my the best advice I've been given. Xavier, what is your superpower? I'm an organizer. I like to come up with the concept and then execute. So from concept to execution, I'm an organizer. And it's all in the details for me, especially with operations. Yeah. All right. What gets you out of bed and excited about your business? I would say that we're solving a problem in real time. That's a big thing. I don't have to wait five years to be able to get uh, women into a salon to get braids done. I could do it right now and we're doing it right now. And so every day when I go into the shop and I'm getting feedback from the stylist and I'm getting feedback from the customers that they love it here as well. They are so glad that we're around. We're we're a place that they'll come to lifelong. Like they're lifelong customers for us. That helps get me out of bed every day. That, that's super cool. I mean, because it's, you know, to establish, I mean, you, you're still a relatively young company, but to have such a visceral and such a, such a strong connection with your clients. I mean, that's passion. That is so cool. Wait, I have to say one thing real quick. I had a client yesterday that drove three hours from Columbia, South Carolina that came to see us. And she was done around six o'clock and she was driving back because she's going to see Black Panther tomorrow and she wanted to have her braids done. And I thought that was, that just touched me. I was like, really? We've only been open for two months and she found us on TikTok and she was like, I gotta come. So that was so big. cool. That is awesome. Okay. So aside from your TikTok channel, uh, what is the best way for the Aggie Growth Hacks family to get in touch with you? Where can we find you? Where can our listeners in Atlanta come visit you? Mm-hmm. And, and how can we support you? So best way to contact me would be Zambria at SwellaBeauty.com. So Z-A-N-B-R-I-A at SwellaBeauty.com. You can also, you know, hit us up on Instagram. We're very active there at Swella Beauty. Um, and then our website, we have, you know, inquiry form that you can fill out to reach out as well, um, which is SwellaBeauty.com. And in Atlanta, we are at 480 John Wesley Dobbs Ave. And we are in Suite 130. And we're right on the corner. You cannot miss us. <laughs> and so if you want to come and visit Swella and you want to book an appointment, you go to SwellaBeauty.com and then come on in. But yeah, the best way to contact me is through email. I'm always on that. So yeah. Awesome. Well, Zambra, th- thank you so much for coming on the Aggie Growth Hacks uh, podcast and really just sharing everything that you know that you've shared today and, and all these knowledge bombs that you've dropped. I know that the Aggie community really appreciates uh, your generosity for coming and, and sharing. Thank you all so much for having me. Well, how about that, Ags? Was that pretty cool or what? I know that I took a lot out of Zambria. You know, she dropped just a ton of value bombs. What was your favorite there, Greg? Yeah, I was just so excited to talk with her when I met her in, in Austin, but I love how Zambria found a problem, then developed technology in order to actually solve that problem, to be able to say, okay, there's a better way to do this. And, you know, it was a struggle that she had, you know, growing up, she said that, I mean, there's no advancements in technology from, from a braiding perspective 
perspective. And, and she started out with the technology of how to actually un, undo the braids, then meeting her co-founder and then saying, okay, this is something that we can actually apply to help our customers have a better experience, to help our stylists have a better experience, and really to be able to say, okay, we can change the world by applying technology to this problem and looking at, hey, there's no technology that exists. No problem. I'll design it. I'll patent it. And then I will build an empire on it. So I was like, I mean, it's like, that is so motivating and so amazing. I just love that about her story. What about you? So I, I want to talk really to her entrepreneurial grit, right? You know, she talked about yeah. that a little bit about, you know, how um, she was told, just don't give up, right? That, that us entrepreneurs, we get knocked down all the time. And in fact, I just got back from a conference where we literally talked about that, that you get to a certain stage and your revenues are going to go down. You're going to get knocked down and just expect that and understand that to continue on. And, and it's that continuation, it's that, that entrepreneurial grit, you know, of not giving up and doing, and she said this, you know, making sure that, that you continue doing what God puts you here on earth to do, right? Um, we're here for a purpose. So, you know, continue on with that and don't give up. So that was one of them. And, and I have kind of that bonus uh, hack, you know, that she gave with the, with her notes. I use a notes app for absolutely everything. I mean, if, if you looked at it, you'd see every single idea that I have personally in there. Um, I use OneNote. I used to use Evernote. Sounds like she uses the notes app on the phone. I also have a notebook. I'm literally writing stuff down in a notebook right now, but you know, I like to transfer that over into something that is in the cloud somewhere that I can get to from any device whatsoever. And I, I love having that available and being able to go back to my notes from a year ago, two years ago, 10 years ago and say, oh yeah, hey, that actually was a good idea. Maybe I should do that. So anyways, that's, well, that's, that's what mine. she did. So, yes. so she said that two, she had, she wrote down the idea for the technology two years yeah. before she started implementing it. So, so we're recording yeah. this in 2022. So Chris, you need to go back to your COVID <laughs> notebook and, yes. and, and find, find the key that's going to take your, your firm to the next level there. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. If you're not connected with Zambria, please do yourself a favor. Check her out on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. Um, if you are in the Atlanta, Georgia area, go celebrate her. It's, she's, she's opening up. Uh, this episode is going to drop in early April of 2023. So if you're in that area, go celebrate with her. I am just We are just so excited to see Ag succeed and grow. And if you're not connected with Chris and I, connected with the Aggie Growth Hacks family, please do that. We're on LinkedIn, Instagram. We're not on TikTok, uh, but yes. <laughs> make sure you check out. Yeah, not yet. So check out AggieGrowthHacks.com where you can hear this episode. You can hear a previous episode. You can connect with the McFerrin Center and uh, see all the other great content that we have for you. We want to give a sh huge shout out to our sponsor, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M University. Since 1999, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship has served as the hub of entrepreneurship at Texas A&M. If you're an Aggie entrepreneur or even a entrepreneur, head over to their website right now to find a program that's right for you. Just go to aggiegrowthhacks.com forward slash McFerrin right now. Well, join us next time when we connect with another great Aggie entrepreneur and learn how to hack their growth. Until then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Thanks and gig em. Whoop!